0: Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: No,
0: Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
2: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we are here. We are ready for the 2020 season. We know who the 53 members of the Steelers 2020 team is at least for a day. Yep. And I am here. This is Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, here with podcast producer Brian Anthony Davis. Brian, how are you? How was this craziness?
1: Wow, I tell you what. I was uh, not expecting uh, any surprises and I think we got a few surprises here and there on the roster. So I'm you know I'm glad cutdown days here. Now, let me preface this with cutdown as a dreaded day if you're a player. And I understand it when they come up to you Dave and they say, "Hey, coach wants to see you. Bring your playbook." That's yeah. that's even worse than, "Hey honey, I'm pregnant, but it's not yours or (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. We're out of shrimp on the buffet. So um,
2: I don't know if there's much worse than that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, so, you know, I mean, I I feel bad for these guys, but, uh, and this is not a time, uh, 2020 is so weird that they really didn't get a chance to showcase their talent. But for 16 of these individuals, um, most of these guys will be most of the 16 not there weren't 16 cuts, there was more than that, but 16 of these fellows will probably be back and they're probably, and some will get poached. Yeah. So um, people are going to get an opportunity. So it's not the end of the road for them, but it's still a dark day for some of these people.
2: Yeah. And I'm going I'm to say this just to clarify, they technically won't be poached. They will be claimed off waivers just so people understand. I'm giving you our uh, our I Well, poached. not all of them are claimed off waivers players with less than four accrued seasons go on waivers. Players such as Big Dan McCullers, he's free to sign anywhere he wants. He does not have to go through waivers um, because, because of how many years he has uh, in the NFL. So for those guys that were cut that don't have four or more accrued seasons, they have to go on waivers. That will happen by 12 p.m. on Sunday, and then the st- so roughly sometime between twelve and one is when the NFL will officially announce who has been claimed off waivers, and then teams can officially sign their practice squads. So just letting everyone know that's how it is right now. We'll be having a practice squad tracker article coming out here soon. I I'm doing the show. Um, I, we already know that one report is the the punter that was cut was reportedly. They're wanting to sign him to the practice squad. So that's one report that we know already. Corliss Waltman. Yes. Before we get into this position by position, just overall question. You only get one. Whether it was someone who was cut or someone who made the team. Your first, you were told 2020 Steelers cut down. One thing that shocked you the most, not two, not three, not five. You have to pick one. What's your most shocking?
1: My son, Carlos Davis.
2: That he made the team. Yes. That's, that's crazy. I'm that we'll talk about that when we get there. I'm that kind of leads into the other one that we, I could say of who he made the team over top of. So I'll go to the other side of the ball and I have to say as one, um, someone that, that, that you guys said, when we talked on the preview that would be shocked if it was cut one, Ryan Switzer, um, It's not just that he was cut. I'm really shocked they're only keeping five. I'm really shocked that the Steelers are only keeping five wide receivers. This is what they did last year. They only kept five right off the bat, but yet they signed their sixth before week one started because Johnny Holton ended up on the practice squad, then came in and placed a two-star skipper uh, the, the day before the game. So lots of crazy things going on. The best way to break it down Hey, I say, let's just go through position by position, right, Brian? Let's do it. All right. Here are your 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers for now. (laughs) Okay. Three quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, Devlin Hodges. Are you surprised there at all?
1: No, not at all. Because, you know, originally, if uh, we talked about two months ago, I would have probably said that uh, Duck was on his way out and it was going to be. Uh, Paxton Lynch getting that job. Mm-hmm. However, Paxton really did not do anything to shine as far as reports. So it, it seemed that uh, just also the fact that uh, Devlin Duck knows the uh, knows the offense. He's had some experience. Um, he's he's a pretty safe bet there. But you know there are some guys floating out around there. I mean if they decide that they want to bring a Dobbs back in, if they decide that they want to bring somebody else that was cut, um, I don't expect. Go anybody. ahead and
2: say it. We all know who everyone's thinking.
1: Everybody's thinking Josh Rosen. I don't expect mm-hmm. that to happen, but you know, if they, uh, I mean, if something happens that case Keenum gets cut, yeah, they do it. <laughs> I mean, of course.
2: That's, that's your boy right there. But
1: um, You know, I mean, there's also, I mean, what if they decide, Hey, we want Mike Glennon in here. Yeah. You know, what if they decide? There is nothing not... that
2: says it's going to be Paxton Lynch. Honestly, I would have to say my opinion. If it's somebody not named Paxton Lynch, if they keep another quarterback on the practice squad, they're not going to get much time. They're basically to be someone that's going to be around, not get a lot of practice time. You're there as as a as COVID insurance. I'm all for for the Steelers bringing back who's more familiar with the system. That would be Josh Dobbs. I would be okay as as a practice squad signee. Um, unless he gets picked up out there, but that's the quarterbacks, not much craziness going on there. Let's go to the next one. This was one that a lot of people didn't know where, how they were going to go. The Steelers did keep four, you know, I'm still hoping that I got everything right. Because one thing I have to say is the disclaimer. They didn't tell us who made the team. They told us who got cut. So I'm hoping that I, that, that I have everything right. It adds up to 53. So I'm pretty sure this is right. with What's sitting in front of me are four. James Conner, Benny Snell Jr., Jalen Samuels, Anthony McFarland. The big surprise there was a lot of people had somebody like a Kareth White over Samuels, um, or or something like that. What did you think there, Ryan? With those four, you know what the
1: the top three were pretty much uh, no brainers. You know, you knew Conner and Snell were staying. Um, Anthony McFarland Jr. being you know, I still consider a fourth round draft pick pretty high up there. Um, So we talked about this a couple of weeks back, anything below a fifth or below is probably a later round draft pick. So I, I knew he was going to stay because unless he was just completely awful and, and there's no reports that he was, I just thought Samuels was a guy that was possibly on his way out. That's, That's the guy that I thought, if there could be a surprise, that it would be Samuels. But this is where it comes down to. This is why they did not keep Kareth White. Because, and this goes into another position that we're going to talk about, because they kept somebody else at the other position. And I'm not going to spoil it yet.
2: Yes. Because we're going to talk
1: about it in a bit, and we'll circle back to it. But that's the reason Kareth White is not on the roster because Kareth White would have been on the roster for his speed and his returnability. So that means you keep a guy like Jalen Samuels with his versatility.
2: Uh, Yes, and this is something that I talked about um, when when Jeff and I, we did our podcast. Um, I was on his Let's Ride podcast Friday morning doing our 53-man projections. These were the four I picked. The reason I said that is I think they all four bring something different to the table. I felt that Kareth White was very similar to Anthony McFarlane with what they bring, with, with what they each bring other than Kareth White and his kickoff returns. But there's another answer for that that we'll get to quickly because we are really quick going to say fullback Derek Watt next. No brainer. There we go. So let's get on to this one. This was the one that surprised me, not in who as much as how many how many wide receivers they kept. I thought they would keep six. They only kept five. Um, so, and then two of the ones that people thought were going to be to be kept, they didn't keep them and they kept someone else who I did have as my sleeper pick to make the team. And that was after the, the four locks were Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. And then their, their the other wide receiver they kept was Ray-Ray McLeod.
1: And Ray Ray is who we were talking about.
2: Ray Ray is going to run, run the kick, kick off, off. So, so the running up Kicky thingy. Is that what it is?
1: The, yeah. My, my, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, the, uh, running Oh my gosh. My <laughs> wife. <to> <laughs> that's, the, uh,
2: that's, that's from an old story there. The running up thing. Say. Um, um, but Ray Ray McLeod, I was, the reason I was saying I had McLeod, over Deon Kane. The reason I said they didn't need Deion Kane is because other when when Jeff described everything that he could do, I said, You just described Chase Claypool other than he did it last year. So I felt that Kane and Claypool were very similar receivers. With McLeod, I said he checks so many boxes. He doesn't just check off yes, he can be a wide receiver. He um, yes, he doesn't, and they doesn't just check off that yes, he can be a kickoff returner and probably the backup punt returner, because I think Deontay Johnson's gonna hold that down but he's also a special teams gunner. And now you have two gunners on the team with him and Justin Lane. So there you go. Um, Dion Kane had not, th- did not play special teams at all. So that's why he's there. Ryan Switzer, special teams wise really only offered a punt returner as some, and that's not really a reason to ki- to keep him around. I'm going to go out on a limb and say with Ryan Switzer, who did get released that unless he gets claimed off waivers, not only will he be on the practice squad, he's gonna be back on the 53 before too long, in my opinion.
1: Absolutely. That's yeah. not even a limb. Yeah. That's a no. that's
2: that's the a scaffold. Only, the the only limb it's going off on is that he makes it to where he can come back to the practice squad. Yeah, I don't know that people were lining up for Ryan Switzer. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but I, I think that he would be someone that's that's a prime candidate for that. Anything else you want to say about these wide receivers, Brian?
1: Yes, Ray Ray McLeod basically cost three players their jobs Mm -hmm. Ryan switzer dion kane and And as far as i'm concerned kareth white yeah so he uh they found some value in ray ray plus he's got a great name he's ray ray yeah i mean when if if he's uh because i would think that he's he'll be doing kickoff returns as well and uh i mean there'll be a possibility that he'll be doing that and could you imagine just going Ray, 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 Ray? <laughs> I mean <laughs> well, I hey,
2: um, I know one thing that's happened in the past is you know, he might have had a few fumbling issues in, in his past NFL experience. Um, if that's the case, he will be a uh, very short-lived Ray Ray McLeod. So, but it's his job, he's got it, and he was he was kind of my camp sleeper. Um, my Isaac Redman award nominee for this year.
1: And I am um, bummed out about the mm-hmm. Switzer thing because I,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: uh, said a lot of things about Switzer <laughs> being the guy. And I know Donald in the live chat, um, Donald backs it up too. Um, you know, he, he's a Switzer guy like me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i pretty bummed because I, I liked Ryan Switzer and I liked what he could do on short yardage. and Yes, board band.
2: I do. T- I, I thought he brought something different as a wide receiver, as that possession underneath, short yardage receiver. Um, that's why I don't think his days, his days in the NFL I don't think are done because if he's not somewhere else, he's going to be back in Pittsburgh. But I have to bring it up. Mark Davidson, one of our blokes from down under, um, it says, Ray Ray to the touchdown zone. There, <laughs> and if you did not check out um, Marky D and Maddie P's uh, audio-only podcast on our podcast platform that came out this morning, you've got to go make sure you check that out. So. Yeah,
1: good stuff. Their uh, they're mm-hmm. follow up to their debut. Um, these guys are doing great. Yep. And, you know, I, I love it. Uh, great job. I didn't get a chance to tell them that this week, yep. but uh, fantastic stuff.
2: This was one that partway through camp, I'm like, oh, let's get a little creative and make get people thinking that maybe they only keep two, maybe they only keep two, try to get Gentry in the practice squad. And that's one that they could use as a, to as pull up on game day. Then the more I thought about it, like, nah, they're better off doing that somewhere else. So I, maybe that's what they're trying to do with wide receiver. But, um, so it's the three it's McDonald Ebron Gentry.
1: Yeah, once again, no-brainer, no-brainer. You know, uh, they want to give uh, Gentry a little more time. That's. But I agreed with everything that you were saying about Mm -hmm. Gentry that, you know, they could stash him.
2: Because I don't know what other teams would. I mean, if he made a lot of progress this year, you didn't see anything from him last year with one catch for four yards, was barely active. I still wouldn't be shocked if he's not active very much this year. But the one thing about, about Gentry is if he made a big jump this year, nobody knew about it. So he could have been a guy, but I also understand that it could be that it makes sense to keep three.
1: Yeah. You know what? I think that he's going to be active because Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to get 16 games out of both Ebron and McDonald. I mean, there, I mean, you might get 12 or 13 out of them, but there's going to be some banging ups here and there.
2: Yeah. So tight end, no big surprise there. little bit of a surprise on the offensive line. They did keep nine. I thought that might be where they only kept eight, but I understand you're going to have eight active every week. So having that other guy, I just thought maybe that's a prime candidate from someone to pull up for the from the practice squad, just to dress and stand there in case there's an emergency. Um, but that's not what they decided to do. They went with nine. They kept the extra center. In J.C. Hassenauer, I thought they might keep last year's seventh-round pick Derwin Gray, but they have uh, some other players at that position. So they're right now the Steelers have three centers because you've got Marquise Pouncey, you've got Wisniewski as your backup center guard, and you got Hassenauer. Here's the question: Do you think the St- There's any chance the Steelers are being very tight-lipped? And maybe they're wanting to use Wisniewski at guard and put Fowler back at tackle. I don't think so, but it's not beyond the realm of possibility.
1: You know, that is, I mean, that's something that uh, that could be a possibility. But um, the way that Coward, excuse me, the way that Coward talked, um, <laughs> the way that Tomlin talked the other day, was that uh, this is a pretty good battle, and they're doing some really good things. And when I say there, I'm talking about Zach Banner and Shuksa for So um, they have not anointed a winner there. Uh, the way he's talking is that uh, one of these guys is going to get that position. I I really think that uh, they want Wisniewski in that uh, next man up role to be able to put him at uh, put him somewhere. Because here's the thing. Oh
2: awesome stuff. Sorry, I don't want to inter- interrupt you, but I think awesome stuff might have just hit the nail on the head.
1: I, I'm i With- not looking at it, but okay. uh, if he's going to steal my thunder, I'm not going to... No, look.
2: go go for it. I'm bringing it up. You say your thing and then I'll read his because I just didn't want to lose it.
1: Well, um, actually, that's not completely stealing my thunder, but <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying here is if something happens to Pouncey and Wisniewski is starting, then you're uprooting two guys instead of one yeah. you have to bring somebody yeah. in um i if they're happy with the play at right tackle keep filer at guard somebody gets hurt and somebody's going to get hurt yeah. um especially when you have older guys here so Wisniewski really is going to be he's going to get playing time but he's going to be more beneficial in that role than starting him
2: yeah and like like awesome stuff 1983 said he's right with the castro injured you need another center in case Stefan has to fill in at guard right now. You don't know if, if the Castro is going to be good to go week one. So that would have was at guard. So you need to have another center. That is a great point. And that might be, that might be a spot that if the Castro comes back this week, maybe the Steelers make a move there. Okay. Maybe they make a move there. So, Anything else you want to say about offensive line? Because I'll I'll bring up our super chat here when we get to that topic here in just a second.
1: You know, not really. Um I figured that they uh with there's nobody here that they're they're afraid to uh stash. Like we're gonna talk in um we're gonna talk about some different positions that I think some guys were kept because they do not want to stash on the practice squad. Uh I, I think we pretty much understood this all along maybe Hour is the biggest surprise
2: but he had some experience last year on the roster and he played he well he was he was on the active roster on week 17 when Marquise Pouncey got put on injured reserve to end the season so and and it wasn't even him earlier in the year because it was Patrick Morris who would come up when Pouncey had was suspended, but then he got claimed off waivers uh, when the Steelers tried to put him back on the practice squad uh, by Denver, and he's still there. So that's so he's there. This is there. This is a guy smart move because that's a really good point. That if you don't know about DeCastro right now, the best thing to do is to have not your backup center be someone who's going to be starting somewhere else if he's got to play for DeCastro. So that's a really great point.
1: It, I it, yeah, go ahead. Um, and, uh, boing boom Shaq says if Pouncey goes down, Stefan goes in at center, even if he's playing guard. Yeah, I get that. But the thing is you're uprooting. I mean, so you're moving somebody over to center and then you're bringing somebody else in. Uh, that's why I like him better in that reserve spot. But if he has to play for, for the Castro, that that works, yeah, and that works well. And like
2: you say, I don't know if it how they would move that, but you still want to have another guy that's at center, you know, um, at, at the time. So absolutely. So we'll see how this goes. Let's roll to the defense because here we get into some good stuff. Here's the big one. Here's the big one. We'll bring it up. Three euros from beer bottle says cholesterol free now without McCullers. Brian, what do you think of this six? Cam Hayward. Stefan to it. Sorry, Stefan to it. I can't believe I said that. It's Stefan Wisniewski, Stefan to it. Tyson Alawalo, Chris Wormley, Isaiah Bugs, and Carlos Davis. Look, I'm a
1: uh, I'm really surprised and if you can go back but if you go back to our uh our draft show when we were talking about the 7th round pick and uh I'm I am going to be getting on the line real quick and texting Lance Williams and tell me that tell him that he owes me a jersey because I said Carlos Davis would replace would replace (laughs) McCullers and he said no way so uh I've gotta let Lance know that that I won that bet um
2: (laughs) I forgot about that
1: (laughs) yep you can check the transcripts because it is true um I am surprised that I won that bet I never thought I would especially with COVID which I expected a lot of veterans to keep their jobs I thought that Carlos Davis could be somebody that they can stash free on the uh with no problem, but i I just don't uh I think they're looking more towards the future on this, and you know he cost
2: yeah. he a little more money. Well, I mean, yeah, that they did save some money here, but the Steelers saved some money earlier in the day. They restructured the last player they could restructure um, to actually save any money for 2020, and that was David DiCastro. So they pushed $3.85 million into 2021, which they're already in trouble in 2021, but we'll see how that goes, um, to save some money there. And everyone's wondering, are they going to make a move? Are they going to sign someone? I still say they just needed to do that in order to be able to have the amount of money they needed to go in to have the last two two guys on the roster count and to sign their practice squad and to have some money left in order to they, in order to make a move during the season when someone gets hurt because when someone gets hurt and goes an IR they still count towards the salary cap and and everything else and then you've got to bring in somebody else and pay them so that might have just been what that move was for, um, but this this saved a little bit of money. I mean, not a lot, but when you talk about re- replacement, I'm really shocked with the Carlos Davis. I thought maybe Mondu. I thought maybe the big 6'9 guy from Kentucky. I thought maybe, say, Von Walker. I never thought any, any of those guys would not get in and it would be Davis. I had him really far down, mainly because... I was convinced by our own Jeffrey Benedict when he looked at his college film that he was like, his film is just not good from college, but you know, you got assistant head coach, John Mitchell, um, who is a defensive line guy. You got Carl Dunbar. Maybe they just saw something in there that they're like, this guy's not being used. Right. And the fact that they think enough of him, frankly, I don't think we will see him active on game days. I mean, if he's active in week one over somebody like bugs, um unless there's an injury i'm going to be like they must think the world of him but that's this is what no preseason did to us in 2020 we had no clue with carlos davis you know we had undrafted free agents being being more likely or xfl guys probably being more likely than carlos davis but here he is here he is so do you trust the Steelers?
1: I trust the Steelers. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Just because they're not talking about somebody, I mean, there's 90 some guys to talk about, and there's no eyes on them. So, I mean, this is a coach's dream. This is Belichick's dream. This is Tomlin's dream. Hey, I don't have to give anybody any information. You saw what the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Mike McCarthy did on their uh, their live broadcast of their... Uh, their scrimmage or their, uh, their uh, live day, they went without any uniform numbers. So yeah. nobody could see who's doing what and know, know who they are, who these guys are. And which is, uh, which is kind of a violation, but they were able to sneak it past the goalie. Um, <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm saying here is, you know, we don't know how he impressed. He did something to stay. And apparently they believe in him more than we do. You know, it's easier to go ahead and, and, uh, keep the young guy when you're like, yeah, I'm like, we're not getting that much more out of Daniel McCollers. Um, I feel bad because I, I, uh, I, I heard he had slimmed
2: fault. down. I heard he was playing well. I never, th- I thought this was the one year that you shouldn't even guess about Ms. McCullers. He was in, uh, I, I, I thought that was crazy so. practice squad though. He will, he will be back. Unless somebody else grabs him, but not, you have to be playing the three, four in order to have a need for Dan McCullers. This also tells me that, you know, Carlos Davis is more athletic that the Steelers were, you know, remember he was McCullers and Alu Alu were still supposed to be fighting for this nose tackle job. And then McCullers doesn't even make the team. That tells me that they're going with the more of the athletic nose tackle, more of the Javon Hargrave type nose nose tackle that can also play defensive tackle, because I think they're going to play a lot more sub package. You know, why not get Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton on the field more? So you might only see a two two defensive linemen a lot. But um, the
1: the one last thing that I want to say about this, they believe in Isaiah Bugs, and I think Isaiah Bugs is really one of those could be one of those unsung heroes that uh that gets in there and uh plays well in the I mean maybe when a Wormley's gone um I know he just got here but he doesn't have much of a contract here I he might only have one year left so I mean but I really like the Wormley signing I think this is a very strong defensive line and this is a guy that uh they can season in Carlos Davis
2: I'm not going to bring it up, but in the live chat they said uh, his, his computer must have got wiped so he doesn't have the pictures anymore um, is why Dan McCullers isn't there. Wait, if
1: that, if that's the thing Danny Smith Jr. is worried then.
2: It, it, it's just, it's so crazy because every year we're like, no, cut McCullers, no, cut McCullers. I was finally to a point where I was like, you know, McCullers is going to be on this team. They need someone big on the goal line. I said it Friday on on Jeff's show. You know, you, you kind of need that guy. And this is the year that. Got him, it's funny, it just goes to show how much we don't know what we're talking about. Um, so which is which I said that right as then we got the the super chat from Snowman throws five dollars into the tip jar. We thank you. I thank guess you. these are American, we already had the euros earlier. He says, Robin I guess, Yeah, he says, I guess they don't care about McCullough's naked pictures he had of Mike Tomlin. I don't know if it was Tomlin, it might have been higher up than Tomlin you know, for him to stick around the way he did. Uh, if you ask one Jefferson Hartman, but, um, what snowman used, He used the super chat feature, which you can type in your comments, donate any money amount you want to the show. And we will make sure that we get to your comment no matter what, um, unless it's got something inappropriate. I think that's, that's understandable. So, you know what, Dave, if I could what? jump in, sure. why don't we take a
1: break? let's take a break and come on back in
2: yeah okay yeah did i wasn't sure how if we were doing this is as as, as as two different shows or one so we're no for those of you here watching live on youtube don't go anywhere we are not leaving we will be here but for our audio listeners we are going to take a break and you can come back in with with part two of the 53 man roster breakdown right after
0: 18 plus.